Chicken Dick here for The Beanery. You want a coffee, latte, mocha, tea, or smoothie? Check out our friends at The Beanery, locally owned and operated with locations in Gretna, Papillion, and Ashland. They even created a drink for our show, the Chicken Nick Drink, a caramel and butter pecan latte. Get it hot, iced, or frozen. You'll get a discount any way you order it. It's The Beanery. They're part of the community and a proud part of The Chicken Nick Show. It's The Beanery, serving people coffee. I'm not going to lie to you, that has never sounded more crisp than right there. I feel like I'm front row and the bass guitar is inside my cranium. Sounds good. And I got to tell you, you look good. I am looking at you, not through FaceTime. Not through Zoom. None of that stuff. We are in person. Yeah. We are still separated by about eight feet. Right. Uh, we asked for laps. They said no. Lap. We're lap lap pod. That's what we are. <laughs> Wanted to do that. Uh, that's not happening here. No. But we are at Herdat Media yeah. Studios yeah. in Omaha, Nebraska. Right. You excited? Oh, I'm pumped. This is good. I don't know what to do with you right now, though. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, I mean, we are... We usually, I can move around. I'm a very active guy. When I laugh, I throw my body in directions. I'm attached to a cord, and I feel like I'm on a leash. So we'll see. I'm going to have to temper my enthusiasm for various things. You're going to stand up. You're going to run over here. Give me a hug. What's Are your you plan? now go and get something to eat? Go to the range? What's your plan? I mean, I've got access to all of these drops you. and things right now. I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, we are in person in Omaha at Her Dad Media Studios. Uh, we were in, I've been on a family vacation now yeah. for about a week and a half. And I said to uh, my wife, Kelly, hey, uh, I'm going to do, I'd like to do a, you know, in-person recording with Nick yes. at Herdab Media. Is that okay? She said, no, long story short, I'm here. So <laughs> looking forward to uh, the next But hour. hold on, there's because so, I asked you, so how's the vacation going? And you, you had, there, there was this like, I wouldn't call it a, a pause, but there was like a, there was something in your voice that I could tell. If someone asks you, how's the vacation? If they don't immediately just like, gush, there, there's something going on with the vacation, and is that something children? I don't know. Look, we we flew to Colorado, then we drove to Nebraska, and we were successful. Oh, we were successful in doing <laughs> Okay, so that's really, everything else is gravy at that point. As long as your travel is safe and the kids didn't fight or you're, you just get there in one piece and, you, and you're, and, you know, I hear else, you. you can't don't really, think I don't hear you. Beggars can't be uh, choosers there. But no, the vacation's been fine. Uh, four kids ages 5 to 10. It can go one of two ways. <sighs> but we flew to Colorado. It was a direct flight. We were in the last row of the plane. As I told my kids, that's where they put all the famous people. Ooh, and, see, it's actually the complete opposite. <laughs> here's what I told. <laughs> Look, men and women have completely different views of the last row of the plane. Right. Because I said, Kelly, this is awesome. We have four young kids. We're right near the bathroom. Yeah. And she time. said, we're right near the bathroom. Like they don't, they think of the smell. We think of the convenience. Yeah, I'm right. all about. If, I mean, open seating. Which, by the way, I want to file save as okay, I conversation American, for later. Not Southwest. Well, I know, but sure. usually I get my Southwest game right, and I'm kind of out on open seating. I, I, someone needs to sell me on open seating. It just creates a whole bunch of awkwardness. Yeah, well, it feels like you need to show up at a certain time. It's like, hey, it's the spring game. Show up and sit wherever you want. I'd rather have an assigned just seat. Just give so me like, an assigned seat, and yeah. everybody's just walking around, sizing up people. I try to do the lean-in to the middle to make it seem like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to take this middle seat, whatever it is. But if in open seating scenarios, and really any scenario, I try to get deep. The only time I'm not trying to get deep on the plane is if it's a connecting flight, and I know I got a tight connection. Okay. You're listening yeah, to the okay. Mark right. Jackson Airplane Show only on 1620 The Zone. Okay, I don't think he would ever host a show like oh, that. Oh, he sure. would. That would be the dumbest radio <laughs> show that I've ever heard. My, I was visiting my brother, and he said he really enjoys you going into the Mark Jackson portion of the program which is when you when you do when you do sit 
Do you prefer uh, the bucket seats? Or? Yeah, yeah. She can get into the bucket seats. Just go to hubacars.com and get into the bucket seats. Uh, I want Microsoft here. I want the bucket seats. I want the, I want the, I want the open seating on Southwest Airlines. And I want the bucket seats. I want the, I want the exit row. I want all those things. I want first class. I want back class. I want it all. I want the bucket seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she get naked when we could uh, stow our tray tables? Yeah, yeah. Did she get naked in the bucket seats? Go to hubacars.com and get into the bucket seats. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, long story short, I guess to answer your question, well, the flights were fine. Time out, though. Yeah. Time out, time out, time out. Cue up Eric Crouch. I doubt we have that. Don't have it. I doubt we have that. Shane still has it, and he plays it on his radio Werner, show. Werner, does Shane have it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sell me on open seating. Can you sell me on it real quick? Because initially I was like, open seating, this is awesome. Is it? It's only awesome if you're one of the first people on the plane. When you're one of the last people on the plane, you, you're, you're stuck that in guy. the middle. Oh, it's Imagine brutal. having a party of four or five, and it's like, hey, we got open seating. What group are you? Z? Do they have Z? They do today. Or the audacity of someone that didn't set an alarm, check in, and then it's on you to be like, hey, save me a seat, Brosif. And you're like, <laughs> I got to be that guy. Like, no, this whole row is being saved. And everybody looks at you like angry at you because they're going to have to go get their middle game right deep on the plane. I am fed up. This is open seating. <laughs> I'm fed up. This is big red football. Yeah, all right. Very good. Thank you, you know Greg. what Greg Sharp says when they land, right? <laughs> you know what he says. <laughs> yes. He... I do. I, I know. I know what he says. I know what Greg Sharp as says. They're, as they're coming down, it is as Here simple as, and it's a touchdown. We touched down. We have touched down in Chicago O'Hare, and we are going to be taxiing to the gate. Touched down. Startles everyone. It's like, whoa. And this is your captain speaking. We're getting ready to touch down. Please stow your tray tables and put your seats in an upright position. I'm fed up. This is Southwest Airlines. <laughs> and Davison's your flight attendant. Yes. <laughs> Like, Matt, you just touched down. Okay? Huge turbulence, game. guys. Huge turbulence coming. I'd buckle those seat belts. Get in your seats. Huge turbulence. See someone getting on. Huge guy coming your way, lady. <laughs> Huge guy. You might want to sit in that aisle seat. Huge Better take guy. it. Beggars can't be choosers. Got a huge guy coming down the aisle. Make sure you... <laughs> Make sure if you, you know, feel like you're going to get sick, you open up your Big Mac sack. Big Mac sack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot that could be worked in there. Uh, so anyway, like so I said, talking about, okay, yeah, but, five. Yeah, 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 But traveling with children, because even I was just in, in, in Florida. It's not how it's pronounced. Oh, okay. And I had someone ask me, how was the trip? And you're just kind of like, hey, it was good. Some hesitation There's there. some hesitation. When you got kids, it's just... This is a different deal. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's, it's fine. good. It's, it's, fine. Fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't have that. Oh, dang it. Sorry. I could only pack so many drops on my overhead. I'd like to my... know the process you went through of figuring out which ones made the cut. Well, I'm looking at some of these here as I... Uh, you boy, probably loaded is... up on Ronnie, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, plenty of Ronnie. More on that to... More of that coming up. Yeah, um, right. uh, but I've got, I had to make sure just because I had kids. I'm like, well, let's bring this one. Oh, congratulations to Will Bolt. Yeah. Getting an extension there. Uh-huh. All the way up to 400000 a year. Yeah. Scott Frost laughing at that dollar figure. 400K? He's like, geez, man, that's how much my car deal Come is. Come on, dog. I make that. Every quarter. But do you know what the interim AD said at the time? When he said, hey, we'd like to you know, uh, get Will Bolt up in this thing. Yeah, that boy, Will Bolt up in that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so that made the cut as well. So congratulations to him. Here's, oh. the, here's the deal here. So I've got a few days left on vacation. Happy July 4th, by the way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> My bad, Doug. No, that was terrible. And um, So there's a lot going on. Uh, name, image, and likeness. Oh, by the way, you're, uh, you were telling me We've got to get in and out here. We can't be too uh, yeah. long in the pot because you have a birthday. I do. Not yours. No. But something more important, which is Yeah, Max. Mac. Mac is turning one on July 3rd, so you boysenberries got to get out, celebrate, and uh, we, we got a cake, and what's on that cake is bubble guppies. Yeah, it is my second career bubble guppy-themed birthday party. And the best worst thing in the – can I – real quick, the best yeah. worst thing in the world that's happened to – to my life, 
is they have added on Apple Music all the Bubble Guppy songs. All oh, of wow. them. The theme song. That's a good thing? It's a good thing because right. Mava loves it. Mac even enjoys it. But let me tell you, every time I'm in the car, there's just this. I mean, when I hear these Bubble Guppy songs, it is like, oh, gosh. Is it time to go outside? It is time to go outside. Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. It is ruining my life. You like it, though. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy Bubble Guppies. Uh, let me find. It's the, doing uh, some good things. Okay. It's got some episodes we're getting back. For the most part, it's doing some good things. <laughs> I don't th- think anyone feels. <laughs> Bo Pelini on Bubble Guppies. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Grouper's doing some good things. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grouper's doing some good things. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Oh, yeah. It says. I mean, it's got a good little. Too- I mean, you know it's coming. Bubble Guppies. Oh my gosh, it's great. All right, we pause this for me to kill myself. Um, Every time I'm driving, I'm like, (laughs) all right. Every time I'm driving Maeve to preschool, she's in summer school, preschool, which is just AKA like, get her out of the house for a couple (laughs) days a week. But she's just like, let's listen to Bubble Guppies. And I'm like, all right. The best song, though, of Bubble Guppies is when uh, Mr. Grouper says it's time to go outside. Yes. That is the best. Let me see here. Line up, everybody. It's time to go outside. Outside. Come on. Outside. Outside, everybody. Outside. Line up, everybody. Line up, line up, line up, line up. up, 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 up. Come here. Get out. Get, get, get out. Get out. Get everybody go outside. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody line up. Here we go outside. Everybody, let's go, 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 go. To get out, 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 out. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part. If you, oh. if, if there was a four-year-old, like, club, like a club that they went and partied, okay, if yeah. you drop, right. <laughs> like, oh, this last call, get your binkies and your bottles. It's the last song of the night. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, guys. Up, everybody. It's time to go outside. outside. Come on. Oh. Outside. Outside, everybody, outside. Line up, everybody, line up, line up, line up, line up, 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 up. Everybody get out, get, get, get out, get out, get everybody go outside. Here we go, here we go, everybody line up, here we go outside. Everybody let's go, 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 go to get out, 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 outside. Bubba Okay. I think we've broken every copyright law. We're doing yeah. this during the, this podcast. Yeah, gonna get banned yeah. I'm sweating already from here. I'm to on the camera UK. too. It's not good. Yeah, you are sweating a lot. Yeah, are, I get uh, you. Just when, when I do a pod with you, you make your boy Keith sweat immediately. Didn't know the Keith part was going to be a part of that, but um, I love me some Keith sweat. One of the biggest, one of the biggest regrets of my life. 2009 Final Four. Me and Bo Rude were at the 2009 Final Four in Detroit. Keith sweat was doing a performance. Bo and I got a little too drunk. <laughs> Couldn't get up in the morning to go. <laughs> go to Keith sweat the next day. You're listening to The Regret Show, <laughs> hosted by Mark Jackson, only on 1620. Not sure that's uh, part of this. I do want to get to... 951-1620, what's your biggest regret? By the way, no, we're not taking calls. This is a podcast. <laughs> You're, uh, first of all, you First are... of all, you don't smoke peyote. <laughs> I know, that's all very true. You... <laughs> You are very much into current events. Uh-huh. Uh, things that are going on right now, we can always go to your Twitter account <laughs> and get the things that are very uh, people. I knew, I knew this about. was going to happen. I have been prepared for this. What do you got? June 24th, 2021, which was uh, about a week ago. Nick Baugh tweets, I still just can't get enough of the last dance. <laughs> I watch episodes randomly all the time. Yeah. Michael Jordan is just so damn incredible and inspiring. He is. And, and then, of course, uh, people asking, did you see the SNL extended version of the coin yes. game? Yes, was which that amazing really or what? Great. And then someone saying, uh, the p- it's pizza time, which is, which is very Eat the pizza. All by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. Did you? You'll I, just I throw just that on there? You'll just th- put on the last dance? When I, when I, if Mac, so... If Mac is getting his fussy game right and we got to be up, hanging out late, do a bottle, whatever, I'll you, throw you it on. You put him in the bed and he's rustling around in his Big Mac sack. Big Mac sleep sack. <laughs> Pick up your Big Mac sleep sack. Only available. <laughs> but so I'll throw it on, or if I'm giving Mac a bottle, I'll just throw it on. I also think there's like, 
or some Earl Woods, Tiger Woods. Remember the stories where Earl Woods would would strap Tiger Woods into a seat and make him watch golf swings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think if I can just get Mac to absorb, Big Mac absorb Michael Jordan. <laughs> if I just get him to absorb Jordan, good things will happen. But, yeah, I've watched it all the way through. I just, got, I just finished it second time. And let me tell you, I think it was better the second time. So good. Big Mac Shack. Okay, very good. Thank you. He's doing some good things. Okay, so that's uh, one of the current events thing that I wanted to hit on to make sure we talked about the last dance, uh, which feels like it was a million years ago. It because does. It was during COVID. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, the last dance is oh going to be God. awesome. And then by episode two, people were criticizing this. I know. Joke. So stupid. So like, come on, man. This is great. I do want to get to. Uh, what else is on your mind? Well, uh, there was a, uh, a tweet that we uh, received here. And uh, I always like the, the tweets that involve uh, stories. Uh, Ryan tweeted this, six-year-old son to my wife. Yeah. I love you a lot. Wife to son. I love you a lot. Me. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Wife. Blank stare. Um, and, of course, that reference. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, that was very well done. I got a lot of traction there. Could you I imagine, did. though, like you're, this is a sentimental moment with your kid, right. your wife, and then the dad just walks in, I like Rex Burkett a lot. I like Rex Burkett a lot. Okay. I like this show a lot. I like Rex Burkett a lot. Uh, All right. uh, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Mitch Light, he was on my radio show weekly. And every time we brought him on, I just wanted to, I, I basically wanted to just, I like Rex Burkett a lot to him. I like Rex Burkett a lot. Oh. <laughs> Why does it? What is it about the way he says that? Is so. It's like Tyler McKinney. I'm not hap, 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 All the letters and words are the same. It's very. It's very tompy. I like Rex Burkett a lot. I like Rex Burkett a lot. It's so good. There's nothing. There's nothing different. It's a, it's a monotone uh, way of uh, doing life, which is, which is really good. Um, <laughs> I like doing live podcasts a lot. I like Rex Burkett a lot. So. Oh, this is good, though. This is good. This is very this good. good. This is in the same room. Who'd have thunk it? This is great. This uh, is good. Here at Herdad Media uh, in Omaha, there is a, a large production crew who's watching mm-hmm. us and monitoring our every move, making sure the audio. I feel like I'm being interrogated well. a little bit here. I got lights on me. I got a you know anything I say, cannon will be used against me. You're listening to the <laughs> interrogation Mark Jackson show only. On 1620. That's your typical radio show. I think I've hit my quota of Mark Jackson shows. I think I've already hit three. I think we're good for the summer. I think we're good. I think we're good for the the rest of the show. Get him out of the way, you know? Yes. (laughs) No, not the the Mark Jackson show. I apologize. No, it was the Travis Best show. I apologize. (laughs) It was one of those other shows. I apologize. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana... And I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest things that uh, this show has ever done. All right. So uh, let's keep moving it along here. Let's get one current event, uh, a couple of current events. Happy uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day, July 4th, 4th of July, Independence Day, October 4th, September 4th. So, uh, the July 1st was NIL Day. Yeah. Right? Uh, as a, look, there was so much going on there, right, on social media. It was like, oh, how many retweets can we get? Like, it was just. It was getting a lot of hit. A lot of shit. It was shilly. Yeah. Uh, you know, athletes prostituting themselves. We Pretty would, much. We would never do that. Open to the DMs, you know what I'm saying? There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Like, hey, I will I will hawk your material or your product. I will no, never say no. No matter what it is, right. just please reach out to me. Have I heard of this? Don't care. I need I need some money. And I did like who who wouldn't do that? There right? was there I think there was a Michigan State either football player that like I think he tweeted out something like, Hey, listen to the Spartan podcast. I've never listened to it, but I bet it's okay. Boom. There you go. How much would it cost us to have Adrian Martinez just do a quick thing yeah. about our about our show? I don't know, but it should happen. Like I've got a cell number, but I think I need to go through the proper channels, which is pay him. Well, I may or may not be with Barrett Rude this weekend, and maybe I can <laughs> through Barrett get to Adrian. 
and find a way to get him to tweet it out, something to listen to our pod. I don't know. We'll see what happens here. I, I think it would be a, a great thing to do. But uh, as a guy who played college basketball and a guy who does uh, impressions, do you ever think about maybe how you could have maybe capitalized <laughs> on TikTok uh, and done appearances as, Probably. as Dana in Omaha right, or Bill as Self. Bill Self in Kansas right. or as – you know, uh, Bill or Cosby. as Mike Shashevsky, <laughs> right? I don't view myself as a basketball coach. I view myself as a leader that happens to coach basketball. That's why I use American Express. That's what I, I've, I've thought about. That could have Bill Cosby did before all the craziness went yeah. down. And your impression is, and your question is, you know, you could have done all of those things, and now you're just, you know, left hosting podcasts, I and doing know. Fox National games. I you know, know. I missed to, out on it all, trying to make a living, but. What about if they said, hey, uh, all, you know, you could be a part of a lawsuit and you could start it now. Like, I need essentially NIL reparations yeah. because I was I, with, I, I, I was barred power. from or look at what I could do now. Right. Let's flash back here and I should be I should be paid for lost income. I'm 92 percent positive that any <laughs> T halftime special I recorded with Nate Funk won an award of some kind. Now, what this award was, I don't know, but it won an award that has to be worth something monetarily. And I would get Jackie Childs to represent me. And that would be our first. That would be the first thing we would throw at him is this this halftime special, all the views, the award amounts to about 100 bucks for me. That's what I'm owed. But yeah, think you about withheld, it a little bit. You withheld me from NIL, you're going to pay me well. Like, I don't know what the, <laughs> the little, so, little tagline's got to be. That. I don't know what Your that face means. is my case. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Your face is my case. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. I feel uh, certainly mixed emotions about it. I'm happy for everyone. Yeah. But as you're watching it all, you just, it kind of like, ew, but you understand it, right? Like, and this is all, it's all good for them. There's just, it's always devil in the details. Yeah. And thing, I, right? the one thing I thought about too is like, I think it's good that this hit in Jul- like July yeah, 1st, yeah. not in the middle of, if this would have been September 1st or December 1st where you're even in the middle of football season or in the middle of basketball season, this is like that, that no man's land period where these, these athletes can kind of focus on it, which is good. So there's no, no, even the coaches aren't going to be upset about it, but yeah, I I mean, it's of course, I don't know who would be necessarily against any of this stuff, but there is, it's just different. It's just totally different. And it's just weird when something has been one way and then just overnight, boom, it's totally different because I think, you know, we in, in our, our college football playoff pod, we talked about, I made the comment that I feel like a lot of college football people have Stockholm Syndrome with how bad their postseason was. And I think right. for a lot of us, we're so used to, at least I can speak for as a former athlete, of like how things were and what you can and cannot do. And, and I think about also how, like Dana Altman wouldn't let me go on 1620. So I used to go on Kugler's show, Kugler and Severe's show. And then it stopped. And right? then it stopped. When I was a red shirt, I was on with them. And then when I then when I started playing, they put the kibosh on it. And I think about like those kinds of things were kind of commonplace. It's like, well, you know, it, even now, like I think about everyone's, last year's first year, I didn't do it, but I'll do media training with the Creighton team and any more, you know, tell them like how to talk about things and how not to. And anymore, it's like the McGowan's brothers are doing a podcast. Like, I just wonder how, like, I guess what I'm saying is all the things that were normal for how things used to be are no longer normal. And I don't know how you kind of reel some of that stuff back in. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been different. It's been, it's been extremely different here. Just like that. It's, it's, um, when all this was going on or, or in the last few years, when you're like, well, how do you even legislate it? Right? What do you even allow? And those were all the questions we were wondering. Like, well, I guess we'll see what the NCAA does. And what the NCAA essentially said was, we don't know either. Well, yeah. we, don't, we don't know. So right. here it is. Right. Which is create your own rules, and I guess we'll pull back eventually if we need to. And there'll probably be some regulations that are, you know, as you see certain cases, like, oh, oh, that's not good. But each school is going to make up their own stuff about things you can do and things you can't do. But you could easily, and again, it's not like it's a bad thing, but you could easily go down the list and go, okay, here's a loophole, or here's something you could do. The pay for play, right, like with boosters, you can't, you can't uh, engage with a booster if it's about performance or pay for play or coming to your school. Well, how are you going to legislate that? Like, That's all that I stuff was that, going on anyway. Right. That stuff under the table, or like if I say, if I own a business and I say, hey, if you come here, I promise you this. You're like, oh, how are those you things gonna... are happening anyway? Yeah. Those I, ha- so, you know, I will invest in this, or you, hey, you, uh, 
you come here and you you give me a little finger painting thing, uh, create a website where you sell them, I'll find someone to buy it for $25,000. Right. Like, those things are going to happen. Right. But I'm not even saying that that's a bad thing because it's just the way it's going to be, and we're just going to have to get used to it. But, yeah, I don't I – don't, because I even heard Jay Billis was, was – talked about how, like, we keep on saying, well, how do we – legislate this and how do we manage this and my answer is you don't it's the free market you just let it go and i think the reality exactly is he's probably right. thank you jay that's exactly right I-, I think he's probably right but like you said like the- if you don't think that's gonna spiral into things that listen is if that's if it's gonna turn into it's understood that if you go play for dana altman at oregon that you are getting some sort of nike endorsement how are you gonna like? All of a sudden, now we're a little, we're in a tough spot. Oh, I don't know, Nick. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, Nick. Oh, I don't know about what Phil Knight does, bud. I don't know, bud. You gonna offer inducements? No. All right. All right, so I don't know. Check. I mean, even like Maryland and Under Armour. Like, how do you? You don't. I don't. I mean, look. Here, here's what could happen, and I've seen this written too. So it's not a, a completely original thought, but like, let's talk Nebraska, right? Nebraska says, hey. You know how we have Scott Frost and Bill Moose, formerly Bill, Bill Moose, whoever's going to be the new AD. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, but we have them on making a monthly appearance on Nebraska Sports Nightly. Yeah. You say, well, you come here and we'll make sure you get a spot on that show once a month um, if you're the starting quarterback. If, if you come here and you're the starting quarterback, we'll get you on there once a month and we'll pay you 25000 for the year Yeah, for an appearance fee. It's an appearance fee. Now, it might not be the school that's paying that player, but it's whoever owns the radio stage or sponsors, right? No question. Sponsoring the segment. That's the workaround. Sponsoring the appearance. And so those things are going to happen. Again, that's... And if that's how it is, that's, that's fine, that's I guess. It, you know, right? like, like, that's yeah, my yeah. thing. Like, I'm not necessarily like, why are you... Why do you care if, if that happens for a quarterback or if Oregon... I don't. I really don't. But I guess what I'm saying is there are going to be unintended consequences of the level playing field where I don't know if we necessarily want that. And if we do, that's fine, and I'm okay with it. But, but at the same time as I say those things, like, well, now that could create an unfair advantage where this school, this school, and this school is getting all the good players. It's like, well, it's already kind of like that, where five or six schools get all the five-star kids Anyways. And the reason they do is because they have the resources. They can hire 10 analysts for one team. They have the waterfalls, the locker rooms, all the high-end stuff. Right. And the reason they can do that is because they have – the booster backing, right. the financial backing. Well, now that booster business backing is going to be, instead of the locker room, it's going to be Larry, you know, yeah, or whoever, yeah. whoever the player is going to be, and they're going to get more of a direct piece of that. Where it was, we're going to get you this fancy this. Instead, we'll give you this fancy this. Yes. And we're just going to have to get used to it. But it's like, I saw, um, what is it? Dreamfield is this new platform that uh, Derek King and Mackenzie Milton. Uh, were a part of that helps players uh, get their uh, name out there and quantify, like give them their worth, and the players help set that, right? So you go to their website and you can look and see, you know, for Derek King, $2,000 for an appearance, right? You click him, you can book him for $2,000, and he's already, right, done a good job at marketing himself. He's got a bunch of deals. That's probably good. He's coming off an injury. Who knows if he'll go pro? This could be his window. This next 12 months could sure. be his, his window uh, to make money. Uh, you can go down the list. Uh, let's see. How much would you pay for uh, Samuel Jackson? Uh, to Samuel L. Jackson or Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson? We need to differentiate. If it's Jackson. Samuel L., I will pay a lot of money. Okay, what about the UCF offensive tackle, Ooh, Samuel Jackson? Now we're talking about a cool five, six bucks. Okay, 500 an hour. Wow. Okay, so again, these are just markets that have been set by the individual player. And again, those will be determined. But how about this one? Matt Corral, quarterback at Ole Miss. His is $10,000 an hour. Man. Now, this is just pure speculation on my part. And it might be reckless, reckless speculation. But why do you think his is $10,000 an hour? Do you believe it's because he believes he's that, worth that? Like, looks in the mirror and goes, that's yeah. 10000 Or do you believe someone has informed him Set your rate here. that he will get 10000 an hour? Right. Because right? you don't just put that out there when... Right. That's what we talk about, where the outlandish, like, whoa, whoa, that's crazy. That's not fair market value. Well, what's fair? What is market value? 
Because value is what someone's willing to pay. Right. And so don't be surprised if, I mean, there's a loophole, right? And I'm not saying what he's doing is right, wrong, or indifferent, or maybe he just believes that. I and don't, I feel like I don't it, know. Right. But if, but there it is. Someone click on that, and you go, I'm going to pay you 10000 an hour right. for an appearance at my book club that I hold in my, or I'm a business owner, and I'll pay you to show up. That's how you do that. And again, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's the way it's going to be, and everyone's going to have to adjust. Yeah, and I th- and I think, you know, if if Jay Billis were here, he would first say, uh, "Let's see how many." What would Jay say? How many different Jay Billis drops do I have <laughs> to let people know that? Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, right yes, right. and he would say, "So what? If someone wants to pay him ten thousand right. dollars, then so what?" And right. exactly, you know. I do think there is an element of this that, that we're going to see, because it's new, my analogy has been the, the new restaurant always has a line around the block the, the opening night or the first couple of weeks. Let's see how many people are at the restaurant six months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now, four years from now. So I, I, just because it's how it is now doesn't mean that's how it's going to be in the coming right. months and coming years. And so I think we need to keep that in mind. Yeah, it's like a, a new ballpark opens up. You like, go check it out. Everybody yeah, goes check it out. Season right? tickets for the year. Right. Well, eventually you got to win. Right. right. And things yeah. level out. Right? So, so I think you could be business. The, some of these businesses could say, oh, we got to get it. We, we should. We got to get in on this. We got to get in on this. Well, the, everybody ultimately wants a return on their investment. And they want to see what it looks like. And once it's not right now, it's hot. You know, it's right. the it's the big thing. And you want to be a part of that, which is smart. But at some point, this is going to become the new norm. And when it's the new norm, now how much money do you want to attach to it? We will see. The, the thing that, that'll be, that I'm kind of excited about from a basketball standpoint is I've always said the biggest thing that plagues college basketball is college basketball is a continuity problem. And this could be one way to, to retain talent, to keep top talent in your sport. There could be some players that go, okay, do I want to go potentially be a second-round pick, probably end up overseas, where I'll make, you know, throw out a number, I'll make $100,000, $150,000, I'll make $75,000, right. or do I want to stay another year in college, market myself with NIL, make $75,000, whatever the number is. I think that might be high for some of these people, but you never know. And some of these kids elect to stay. And that could be one way college basketball keeps some of its top talent in the sport. So for me, trying to be super glass half full about this, that's something I'm excited about because that's the biggest thing that plagues college basketball to me is the sport is too transient. It's, it's, it's just a roster turnover every year. It's a brand new set of characters, a brand new sport. Maybe this will create some continuity. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And would you rather be goes back to what we talk about? Would you rather be, the fifth string running back at Alabama or maybe the starter at Nebraska, right? right like if right. I know Scott Frost likes to say those two might be the same in a recent quote, but you know, ah. to, to just say it, that it's, it just gives players the options become a little more realistic sure. uh, or feasible or justifiable when you say, Hey, you could go, you know, big fish, littler pond, or big fish, big pond, mm-hmm. little fish, big pond, whatever analogy you want to use. And so that that's going to be interesting. That's why I think the next 12 months are going to be interesting for what Nebraska can do and show, whether it's a Lexi son with a clothing line yeah. or those types of things. I think what we are going to find out is that, yes, there's some good nickel and dime stuff, a few hundred bucks. Hey, when we were in college, that was a big, big Psh. deal. We did a bowling league, right, where they would pay us to show up, and it right. was a couple hundred bucks. It was a big deal. And that was awesome. And right. we were married. Yeah, well, I, you had we, a kid. I had a kid. I had a Kobe. You, you had a dog. <laughs> and uh, these, that was a big deal, yeah. right? And so, well, especially when you're in college. Think about when you're 20, 21 years right. old. A hundred bucks, 200 bucks is a huge deal. So that's the thing you also hear, like, because I think what Open Doors is doing is so cool, and it's so amazing how how far ahead of the game they've been. But I saw, kind of screenshotted it. I, I saw some tweet about this. This is uh, from the the business of collegesports.com. Open Doors tells me this would have been this was at like six o'clock on July first. Open Doors tells me they've now sent offers from forty plus brands to twelve hundred plus student athletes, and. I think there's a lot of people who go, oh my God, all these all these kids are getting paid, man. But then 
you read on, it says most deals are in the 50 to $500 range with the highest so far at $10,000. So I also think we don't know the terms of a lot of these deals. And, and I, I think, think it's better that we don't. I do too, because I don't think you want to know, because you know it is in professional sports when somebody, well, uh, I'll even say college sports for Will, uh, God, what's it, who was the Bruce Reed, the special teams coach, a couple years ago with Mike Riley? He was making four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and Nebraska special teams was atrocious. And so, hashtag four fifty k would trend during Husker Saturdays. Yeah. And if you knew, if you know all the terms of these deals for these players, you better believe. If Cam Jurgens has got a big deal and he's having those high snaps, hey, dude, maybe a little less slinging whatever. Welcome and to welcome, the real world. Welcome to the real world. You know what I mean? That's how you see big, it all the time. If it's big business, which it is, right. and it's been for a long time, right. then the, they are going to reap both the benefits and the consequences of that. So in some ways, it's good that you don't know the terms, but I thought that was an interesting yeah. little nugget to be like, because you think about, hey, this person is now endorsing the X, and our minds go to like, oh, how much money are they making? It's like, well, I mean, they might be making like a hundred dollars, and I'm not gonna, I'm not poo pooing a hundred dollars, but we conjure up these images and these ideas and these dollar amounts that I think for the most part are are way overinflated. And I don't think the businesses will throw it out there to make it so public because then you've set the market and yeah. then you've cornered yourself of okay, now we got to pay this person this like right. like businesses do. You know how much that person makes. Now I've now this person's going to demand this. Or how quarterback quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, all right, Matt Ryan market. got this. He sets the new this. Then this guy gets that, and and this it goes up and up and up. Or at least you got to get match it, right? So yeah, I I'm happy about that. I do think that we're not going to see the terms of a lot of these deals, and I think it's maybe better that way it's for, for everybody the involved, athlete, yes. for the business, for everyone. And some will, some will become public again. This generation of student athlete is going to be the most financially literate. Mm-hmm. Uh, brand and and that we've seen in a long long time uh maybe ever because they're going to have to understand what's going on uh they love it now come april things will be very different right, right? when you got your 1099 you got wait i have to pay what, what wait, now? i didn't, huh? didn't said i didn't do any exemptions so right. now i have to right. i have to come up with what i spent that right you just hope you're getting great advice again none of it's bad it's all going to be good but there are going to be people who make mistakes through this just like i did just like you did mm-hmm. you live and learn uh, you buy things you can't afford. You get things you can't pay off. Again, these are real-world things, and it's going to benefit all these people in the long run. Plus, I heard Tom Luganville bring this up. I think it's a good point that a lot of these endorsements, they're probably going to have morality clauses attached to them. Like, there's going to be a lot of responsibility on these people to conduct themselves, no matter who you're talking about, both on and off the field. We usually use that as a cliche. Right. But that's legit. Well, that's legit. Absolutely. absolutely. And... Yeah, I think two. Th- I think the other thing too is a lot of what college is, at least for for me when I went, was time management. You learn how to m- structure. Okay, I got to do. I got to. I got weights at this time. I got to get to my English class here. I got treatment, practice, all that stuff. Well, now you got to maybe jam in some other stuff with your name, image, and likeness things that you've committed to. You you got you better earmark some time that doesn't just, take away from any of the other just stuff. The product on the field suffer a little bit because of the products you're hawking off the field. Exactly. Right? And you have to figure out how to balance that stuff. Because they're already stretched for time. You know what that's oh, like. Man. You hear from football players all the time, oh, i got to get this 6 a.m. class because we got practice. Or all my classes are in the evening because I have morning practice. I'm not lying. It's, it seems like some people may think it's an exaggeration. High-level Division One basketball players and football players, your day is full yeah. already. It is full. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go home, it's full. So that's the other thing I'm thinking about. I'm like, when are all these student-athletes going to have time to go f- – Record this, film that, do go this make appearance, an appearance, go do whatever. Right, like, right, what, right. when are they going to have time for that? The other thing that I was thinking about with this, you you wonder too. We talk about that continuity problem that I brought up. Could some of these businesses attach amount of time to it? Say, okay, uh, a year ago, let's okay, let's throw out Bryce McGowan's. Okay, five star. You know, First National Bank or, or some big company comes to him and says... The Beanery. The Beanery comes to him and says, you will pay you this, but the terms of the deal are two years. And if you break this contract, like you could add... I mean, people can add language into any contract they want, right? It could be six months, the length of the season. Could be six months. And then mo- we'll revisit it. 
or see how you did, even though they don't say that. Or, but I'm going the other way with okay. it of like trying to say, okay, you want this amount of money? Well, here's the thing. You have to commit to staying here oh, sure. for two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So I'm trying, I'm, and I don't know if, like, I wouldn't think a business would think in terms of that necessarily, but I don't know. I'm also trying, like, thinking about, I'm just like team fix the continuity thing. You know, like, we need to keep the top athletes in the sport. Or they say, well, keep it, do it for two years, and that's, or, or that's the, the agreement. Uh, but then once they, if they leave before that, you still kind of, you have that relationship. Like, that's what all this is about, right? right? It's right. to not only get your name and recognition out there, but attach yourself to these athletes. Some of the higher level or mid that could become uh, – great or, or go pro that you're attached to them so you've got that relationship totally you know that's why it's hey we were the first school on you when we recruited you right. that usually means something absolutely in the recruiting it's gonna process. be interesting and um yeah and you don't have to be a sports star to be a social media star that's been uh, completely right. obvious some of these people these athletes i see it and i go i've never heard of that i've never heard of that person. there's an lsu gymnast someone tweeted out done i never heard of her yeah. and someone's like olivia dunn's gonna make a million dollars. Yeah. And I was like, well, who's Olivia Dunn? And then she's, you know, this beautiful gymnast and at like, LSU. Who, she's like, who's Nick Bob? Yeah, she's like, who are you? You know? And I'm like, well, I don't know who you are either. <laughs> Sorry, that was a late rim shot. Sorry. But but she has a, maybe a million followers on Instagram, and there you go. So, yeah, this is going to be – it's it's different. I wouldn't want to be a head coach Woo. now. I'd rather be Coach K on the way out yeah. than a new coach coming in going, what did I just walk into? Right. Right. You know, get, make me a coach 10 years from now when this is kind of settled or five years from now. This is an interesting time, and it'll be interesting to see how uh, Frost and company handle this yeah. at Nebraska. But I do believe that all of these people that are hawking this stuff, the athletes, like, hey, I'll sell this, I'll sell that, I'll sell this, you know, give me, give me money grab, money grab. They're just shills, and you don't even believe it. And when's the last time that you ever – Bought something because someone said you should. Uh, Chicken Nick here for the Beanery. We do want to tell you about the Beanery. Our <laughs> over here on our right with uh, Paul here uh, with our favorite uh, coffee shop. It is oh. the official coffee provider of Chicken Nick. And by the way, I I am going to make sure I stop by the Beanery while I'm in town. I don't yes. know if Paul here is going to be uh, Paul there. The way I understand is Paul lives at. Each beanery location, he just that's that's where he's at all day slinging coffee. I hope uh, that he is he's there. Um, but the beanery is a great place to go yeah. for all of your coffee drink needs, uh, smoothies, lattes. The chicken nick drink, of course, is yeah. there with the uh, butter pecan iced latte, or you could do it hot. But you it's know. hot outside. Let's see, you might want to ice that mug. Okay, I'm not sure. I, I like uh, I like it cold or hot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. All so right. uh, tell them more about well, it's a, but we talk about those locations. Gretna Ashland Papillion. Make sure as you're driving around and you need that energy pickup, you need that caffeine boost, you hit one of those spots. The coffee's delicious. I also love that they they got so much more than that. You mentioned the smoothies. You mentioned the teas, the lattes, all that stuff. It's just, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. you got to go check it out. It's good. Uh, Paul's great. And uh, check them out. Again, they uh, offer great deals. The Chicken Nick Drink is one to uh, get in on. And make sure you tell them that you heard about it on the Chicken Nick podcast. Which, by the way, i got to say that uh, I enjoyed the latest shipment of coffee beans that I received from Paul, uh, who owns the beanery, because the address label, and I tweeted this out on the Shikinik account, uh, it said that the from had his address, and the name was over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. And the address was my home address, and uh, it's, it was addressed to Uncle Joe. I want to thank my Uncle Joe for teaching me all the sports. So Uncle Joe works in so many ways. Joe, the Java, right, like right, it just makes so much sense. Right. So thank you, Paul, for sending. I just want to thank Paul for sending me uh, all the beans. I want to thank my Uncle Joe for teaching me all the sports. All the all the sports. <laughs> Chicken Nick here for the beanery, yeah. serving people coffee. 
and again, we're just going to keep on going here. Uh, the Chicken Nick uh, Pod. We have a few minutes left. Yeah. I what do you hit, got? I want to hit you quickly. Uh, we got okay. five minutes here. I want to hit you on the athletic director uh, deal going on with Nebraska. You brought up a very good analogy. I'd like you to take us there if you yeah. want. Yeah. Well, when I was driving here to Herd at to do our thing for that chicken wing, I think is what it's called. No in the chicken business. wings here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't I was mis- misunderstanding. But you, know, you, you, you think about the last... 15, 20 years of Nebraska athletics. And then I was thinking about these candidates and how they are maybe vetting Nebraska. And I got to, of course, our minds always go to Seinfeld. And I thought of the episode where Elaine started dating the bad breaker upper. And I thought that's maybe what some of these candidates are saying to themselves. Why, why is, why are you not interested in the Nebraska athletic director job? Nebraska's a bad breaker upper. Right, so I called my friend. You know the one who set us up? I found out he's a bad breaker upper. <laughs> it's like, it's very true. It's right? It's very true. Right. You don't know. Look, now. Because all these, all these, all these breakups have been messy. But right? the reason you would want to is because, yeah, it's a bad breakup, but they give you a ton of money on the way out. Like, they are paying everybody. It's amazing the it's amount of money crazy. that they're paying. It whether is it's crazy. Icors, Riley, Paulini, go back to Callahan, now Bill Moose. They're paying all of these employees to go away, and they've paid, what, $20, 30000000 million over the last that's 20 what, years? That's what, that's what Nebraska has paid. This is a former member of the Omaha World Herald, Chris Hetty. He tweeted this out because he did a story on it uh, about a year ago. And as added, then the payout for Bill Moose that Nebraska has paid more than thirty million in severance payments to coaches and athletic directors in the last twenty years. Thirty million bucks, and in the same time frame, none of those student athletes made a dime off their name, image, and like right. So, in the, you, so, you, so you do balance it, right? You're like, this is ridiculous, man. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Pumas is getting two million dollars. I'm going to pay you not to work, and I'm not going to pay you to play. <laughs> like what? There is, there is what some world? like. Well, what what are we doing here? If we're okay with one, now with the other. Come on. So there's a lot uh, baked in there. And Bill Moose, yeah, we did the podcast last week talking about it. We'll see in, uh, who they decide to hire. But I did receive a tweet uh, from someone asking, or no, it was a at Bill Moose. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> at, no, no, Bill, that's way too obvious. Let's go at B Moose. Uh, this there was... <laughs> we go. You'll never know. At former AD Husker B Moose. Will, there we go. William Moose. <laughs> Willie Moose. <laughs> Could you imagine? Willie Moose. Now, who wouldn't follow Willie Moose on Twitter? <laughs> we, we are getting rid of Bill Moose. Uh, here's a candidate. Here's a look at the resumes. <laughs> This guy's got a lot of experience. His name is Willie Moose. It says here, you know Scott Frost and Fred Hoiberg and Will Bull. <laughs> wow, this is great. Willie Moose. So I did get this from a Joseph who emailed our show and said, Hey, Chick and Nick, do we have any audio of Ronnie on the search for a new AD? Just Ooh. wondering if anything could get leaked from those phone calls. And I thought, well, there's no way that that is going to happen. There's just no way... That we could get a hold of that, especially on short notice. Hard. And then I stumbled upon something, a little FOIA request. There was a little phone call that was made. Uh, You could just move your microphone up to the top of your head just so it doesn't uh, get too loud in here because we're going to leave our microphones open. And I would like you, do you want to hear this? This is a... Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You flipped it down to say that. All right. Uh, Here is the uh, Ronnie Green, I guess that's a phone call with him and some some person, and they're talking about what they're going to do with the AD position. Here we go. Okay, folks, we are here to discuss some of the candidates for our new director of athletics position. Uh, Ronnie Green, our chancellor, along with our board of regents, are on this call. I do want to, first of all, speak for all of us that we do thank Bill Moose for all of his contributions that he made, and we do wish him a happy retirement. I don't think so. All right. Uh, I speak for almost everyone. All right. Ronnie will lead our discussions here as we go through our list of candidates. Uh, Does anyone see a legit possibility of getting Jamie Pollard from Iowa State to come to Nebraska? Uh, Not that I see. (laughs) Yeah, Ronnie, that's interesting because there have been plenty of stories about that potential. 
And I think I've seen those stories, too. I mean, even saw one today. It's news to me if that is happening. Okay, so we will scratch him off the list. Now, now, now might that topic be revisited? Okay, so are we keeping him on the list or not? I don't think so. Okay, let's move on now to our next candidate. Matt Davison made a great catch to help secure a national championship and also secured a lot of donations for our $100 million indoor facility. Is Matt Davison a viable candidate? I've thought about this a lot. And? I don't think so. Okay, uh, let's move to our volleyball coach, John Cook. He has the leadership qualifications, but do we consider the volleyball coach as a candidate for athletic director? I've thought about this a lot. And? I don't think so. Okay, Ronnie, why are you so quick to dismiss these great candidates? Uh, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory, right? Right, which means these people are all viable. I don't think so. No, I think we're at now. Now, now, let me let me just play a little hypothetical. All right, Ronnie, for the tenth time, we do not have time for these hypotheticals. We need to make the most of our time here. Let's continue here. Our next candidate, Trev Alberts. Do you believe Trev Alberts would want to leave UNO for UNL? I've thought about this a lot. And. I don't think so. Okay, we're, we're not making a lot of progress here. We would like to make a hire within the next couple of weeks here, Ronnie. Is that going to be possible? I don't think that will happen. Yeah! The odds of that are very low. Okay, so what's the goal here? When do we want to have a new athletic director in place? Should we consider doing something in October, November, December... January. Ronnie, that, that, that is way too long to wait on this. Uh, name, image, and likeness is here. We, we need to act fast. Now, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory, right? Yeah, you say that every call. Now, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory, right? Yes, Ronnie. Now, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory, right? Okay, when should we schedule another meeting on this? I don't know. Uh, does next Wednesday work? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk soon. Now, now, now. Let me let me just play a little hypothetical. No, no. <laughs> All right. So, no way. That isn't that amazing? Oh, it, you always wonder what Ronnie would be like behind the scenes when he's really, really chopping it up. And the interesting thing is, it sounds exactly like you would think. It yeah. Would, right. Yeah. So, same guy. When he's in the in the public or behind closed doors, just when playing he, hypotheticals, and when he's with thinking about this a lot, Jack Mitchell or you know <laughs> behind so the, behind the scenes uh, doing that. So we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. What happens there. I've thought about this a lot. I've thought about. This I don't a lot. think so. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you very much. So anyway, well done. Yeah, thank you to the FOIA. Yeah, and good, yeah find that. That's, that's just good stuff. Thankful that Nebraska was able to release that uh, to us. And uh, this has been great. This has been beyond great, Thanks friend. to Pat and Sasha yeah, and Pat everyone. Pat and Sasha hooking it up. You know uh, what I'm saying? Doing a great job behind the scenes and helping yeah. us out, getting us set up. Great to see you in person. I bow to you, my friend. Uh, don't do that in person. All right. And uh, unfortunately, this podcast is over. I'm not happy about that. Shit, yeah, Nick, yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.